0: Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and welcome to the podcast "Water's the New Gold," which is based on a briefing that I give every week in a webinar, and it really explores how water is changing disruptions. Go ahead, give a listen, and stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Riggs Eccleberry again. We've been uh, shooting things like crazy. Last night, I shot 17 clips in a row. And actually, the cameraman was me, the talent was me. I was all alone, so you know how it goes. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. We'll play this little video. Okay, so here we go. Hi, I'm Riggs Eckleberry, and I co founded Origin Clear almost 13 years ago. And I can tell you this it's been an amazing journey. We've learned that the water industry is a huge industry, it's a trillion dollars by now and growing, but it's slow moving. And if you wanna make change happen, as I do, I came up through the internet, you know, the whole dot-com days, accustomed to fast growth, and it's been a challenge. Not, it's not the water industry's fault, it's it's a fact that it's very, very hard to get water projects done, there's permits, there's designs, there's getting everybody to agree. Technology issues are are enormous, and of course, there's capital, right? And in fact, capital probably is the biggest problem of all. I think that if capital was not the issue, things would move a lot faster. And so, we feel that we have addressed the capital problem, and it was ironically the disruption of this coronavirus that made us go, wait a minute, we have to do something different. We can't just imagine that the water industry is just going to magically start growing by leaps and bounds. It does three to six percent per year, Well, that's not enough, right? That doesn't even keep up with population growth. So we were forced by the virus to look at what was going on and to go, okay, how can we really rev things up? And we feel we've done it. It's a project called Investor Water. You can take a look at it, really fascinating. We also really wanted to make it possible for anybody, nearly anybody in America to invest easily. $500 minimum, we offer a dividend subject to an offering circular, which you must read, but an easy way to invest that would help us do our job and give you better yield than you can get from the money market or whatever. And so now, what have we got? We've got a company that's really designed for the new economy. That's why we say it's the water company for the new economy. We're fast moving. We have solved, we think, the capital problem. We, we have an easy way for people to invest. We are able to move the company in a direction that we think it will become a major player. Now, when water companies become major players, they last the dominant water company in the world, was actually started in the, during the reign of Louis 14th in France, hundreds of years ago. So these are durable and they do good work. But we are the company, we think, that's fast moving, that thinks in terms of internet speed, digital applications and marketplaces and breaking things down, not these massive municipal projects, but things that that a brewery might do or a housing development these are these are um, ordinary sized water projects we think that they will grow faster i often say that in in california we won't see the high-speed bullet train but we'll see the self-driving car why because freeways are already there and it's pretty easy to do just it's hard but it's not trillions of dollars hard and so we think a similar thing needs to happen in the water industry, which is to bypass all the big heavy, you know, billion-dollar, trillion-dollar water projects and actually get into uh, solutions on the ground right where the problem occurs. We call that decentralized water. It's a very important trend, we think. So between decentralized water, investor water, which is how we think we figured out how to finance this, and that's an important pilot project we have going, and then this radically new way of giving people a way to make a decent yield, with potentially converting to stock if they feel the time is right, they think that we've done our, jo- our job right and the stock takes off, your decision. We would never get in the way of that, but at least the option's there. So it's a wonderful, simple, elegant way to invest and, and do better than, than what you are able to in the economy today. So, I wanted to tell you the link for this particular offering, it's very important. It's www.oc.gold/offering. OC Origin Clear. Water is the new gold, so gold, right? Offering. So, www.oc.gold/forward/slash/offering. And to find out about it in a more folksy way, because you'll see a lot about a dense t- small print, which you must read. Go to OriginClear.com, at the top there's a big red band, click on that and you'll read about what we've accomplished, where we're going, what we're doing, what kind of company we are. And if you agree with us that this is a good thing we're doing, please invest. I welcome it and I would like you to join me every week, Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific. you find out about on, on, on our site, OriginClear.com slash CEO, and I give a briefing. One Thursday out of every month, it's a video webinar first Thursday. And the rest of the time, it's audio. But the audio ones are really interesting because I just sort of get, you know, relaxed and don't get into big presentations. So it has its own value. So I'd like you to join me for that too, please. Whatever you do, don't be a stranger. Join our Facebook page. We don't need you to invest, but pass the word, okay? Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you on our site, originclear.com. Okay, well, that was just one of the shows that I shot. Like I said, I I did 17 of these last night, of various know, short, long, about investor water, about the program we call To Pools, which is uh, very interesting. So, what's going on right now? Well, we're working very, very hard to roll out investor water, and that is this amazing breakthrough that really was accelerated by the absolute need to do something about the current situation in the world and how to get help going from for water. Water needs to get cleaner. Um, I'm going to cover some issues relating to that and come back to the investor water model. So it turns out that there's interesting discoveries. First of all, we know that coronaviruses traces have been found in wastewater and it's as you'd expect. So there is coronavirus in the wastewater and normally wastewater would clean that up. I'm not saying it wouldn't. But there's some concerns, for example, that uh, as we saw in the SARS epidemic, there was a spread through defective bathroom sewage pipes in buildings. This occurred in Hong Kong during the SARS epidemic. And it is of course possible today. There's another issue which is that glyphosate, which is Roundup, Roundup has been shown to reduce immune response to COVID. In other words, it actually makes it more difficult for people to survive the COVID. And that, of course, is a concern for all of us. Now, the problem with Roundup or glyphosate is that it's very, very hard to take out of the water. It's minute. You had you measure it in nanoparts per million. It's hard to find and it's hard to take out. Typically water clean, Our municipal water systems don't take it out in any kind of appreciable way. So it does make it into the water, potable water. Back in 2016, we actually had a breakthrough where we developed what was called advanced oxidation, AOX, and also AOX+. plus. AOX plus was shown to Create huge amounts of what's called the hydroxyl radical, right? That's the OH weird symbol. The OH weird symbol means that it's not stable. It lacks molecule. Uh, typically, it, it'll take a C. It, so it, it likes to, to eat up C's or carbons, right? So it'll go through the water and eat up carbons. Well, that's great because you want to get all the contamination. And we actually found by test, we had to go lease a very high-end mass spectrometer that is currently now in the LA Cleantech incubator. And that spectrometer allowed us to actually measure what we were doing and we showed that we could reduce and um, potentially eliminate this from the water supply. At the time we were not able to commercialize it mainly because at the time we were dealing with technology and we've since learned that if you want to commercialize something, commercialize product. That's what we've moved into. And that's why, for example, we have a great product involved with the animal farms. But at the time we had a limited capability to commercialize these. And, um, but as I say, it was later used in the animal farm product and also in um, my brother took it and some of his own technology and went ahead in 2018 and uh, scaled up in the Permian to disinfect oil wells using this same technology, and it was quite successful. We received a large uh, royalty check at the time for that. The long and the short of it was that, as I was saying, we found a successful application in the Permian uh, disinfecting oil wells, which gets rid of that that sulfur, a, a rotten egg smell, which then you know improves the quality. It, it, it basically makes the oil worth more. And so that was um, another proof point. Of course, every time the oil industry crashes, has a price crash, they stop spending money on things like that. So, um, you know, we're going through that phase again, but we have proven that this technology works to get rid of the glyphosate Roundup uh, the herbicide. And as a result, improve, it will improve uh, people's immune systems. Now I am considering, and this is not final, But, um, you know, there's been a lot of companies doing wonderful things to repurpose themselves. They'll they'll be, you know, my friend, Human Salem, for example, has a company called Argyle House and they're a U.S. garment manufacturer, one of the few left in America. He's in Los Angeles and they completely dedicated their production to creating masks, cloth masks. And I see a, a newsletter from New Orleans where a number, for example, Uh, Breweries and distilleries are making hand sanitizer. Hot sauce companies are bottling it. Clothing manufacturers are uh, sewing masks and gowns. 3D printers who've developed prototypes for protective gear, which have been downloaded around the world. So that's the kind of thing that that businesses are doing. And we are currently looking at doing our part, which would be to provide a, a way for anyone using our technology for the virus, to do so without any payment of royalties. That's not a final thing, but it's being seriously considered internally. It's with the board now. So we'll be discussing that further and we hope to be able to help in that respect. Okay, let's continue. I'm gonna just talk a little bit about what's going on in the economy, what some of the things that are happening, and I'm not gonna bore you with what you already know, which is that there's vast amounts of money being injected into the economy unfortunately mostly benefiting large corporations and not the small ones but it was ever was so wasn't it but one of the results of that of course is that the u.s dollar is really going to be damaged the u.s dollar has been taking a beating uh, against other currencies and there's even talk that it may end up not being used for all transactions call me a skeptic on that because i think it would not um, happen very easily nonetheless there, there's that going on What is for sure is that a huge oversupply of money at a time when it can't be soaked up easily except as subsidies in other words it's not being put so much to productive use right now is a potential inflation generator on top of it we know that the crops are rotting in the fields and so forth so so it's not a good situation for trying to hold on to the value of your cash right now the additional thing is is that there's not talk about It's called a debt jubilee. What is a debt jubilee? Well, the Washington Post, in fact, was just writing this on March 21st, and they referred to this. Now, the debt jubilee was a biblical practice that there was basically as far back as the ancient Assyria. Uh, It was normal for new rulers to proclaim a debt amnesty upon taking up the new throne. And for example, there was, interestingly enough, there was a modern debt jubilee Debt Jubilee is basically a forgiveness of all of debts, right? Well, that was done after World War II in Germany, our own Marshall Plan, our own Allied Powers in Germany, when we introduced the new Deutsche Mark, the German currency, replacing the Reichsmark, which was the Hitlerian uh, currency, 90% of government and private debt was wiped out. Germany emerged as an almost debt-free country with low costs of production that jump-started its modern economy. Okay, it can be a good thing to offer a reset. And uh, of course, critics warn of a creditor collapse, but if the US government can finance $4.5 trillion in already in money giveaways, it can absorb the costs of student loans being forgiven and so forth. And of course for private lenders, only the bad loans need to be wiped out. Really what would be written off would be, you know, late charges, penalties, uh, bad loans and so forth. The problem is, is that a lot of loans are going bad. We're seeing that in real estate, a tremendous amount of people are just not paying their rent because they know full well they're not gonna get evicted anytime soon, which does not lead to a great situation for the uh, large real estate investment trusts and so forth. I could go on and on, but the bottom line is that Whether or not anybody declares a debt jubilee, and I kind of doubt that's gonna happen. Just call me doubtful only because Secretary Mnuchin, Secretary of the Treasury is a Wall Street guy and like Larry Summers during the 2008 recession, he is there on behalf of Wall Street and he uh, no doubt would oppose that. But factually, that's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be a tremendous amount of credit defaults and people going, yeah, what are you going to do about it? What I'm getting at is, is that being a lender is not a great place to be in this current marketplace. You know, I would say that if you're lending money to a bank or this or that, it, 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 it's not as secure as it might seem. The good news is, is that the offering that is doing incredibly well, our Regulation A offering, is not debt. A dividend is simply a company sharing part of its revenues and. Um, I'm being very approximate. I'm not giving a technical definition, but dividends are not debt. They are shares of the company that return income. What I'm saying is, is that it's a good place to go with the dividend uh, offering that we've made. And again, I refer you to OC.gold slash offering for the fine print and OC.gold slash offer for the cool, videos and all that good stuff that you will enjoy. That is just a comment on what's happening in the world. And I'm gonna to turn to this um, amazing Regulation A offering that's been going on now for some time. Uh, what is it, 10 days now? Seems like, <laughs> it seems like it's just been forever, but it really was just Monday before last that this happened. And uh, I'm gonna open up Fund America now and just take a snapshot of the latest and let's see what's going on in there. Uh, what are the current investments? Well, I'll tell you that this is an amazing thing to see. It's definitely an offering that people like. So screen number one, is 93,300. And then screen number two, that's 47,000. So we are about $140,000 for an offering that has a minimum of just $500, that is stunning. I really appreciate your support because even though we are paying a 10% dividend, you have to understand that for us, this is not expensive money. For starters, you're our supporters. You're better than any creditor we could have on Wall Street because, well, you care and that's important. And it's also going to allow us to get rid of a lot of um, debt that weighs upon the stock. We have debt that that converts to stock. And so even though those people to whom we have the debt are people of goodwill, they don't sell a lot of it, nonetheless, it's there. And so we'll be able to clean out a lot of this stuff. Number two, we'll be able to have more working capital. Number three, we'll be able to do some acquisitions with our own capital. And number four, we can get involved as an investor in Investor Water, which I'll talk about in a second. I'm very pleased with how it's going. There's a lot of uh, work going on in the team. Money is flowing through the system and it's greatly appreciated. So thank you for that. Devin is available to talk about it at any time. He's at 323-939-6645 extension 116, I believe. Also Ken, Bar- Ken Barringer is extension 201. So it's 323-939-6645, 323-939-6645 extension 116 for Devin, and also it's a way to talk to me because he'll, he'll three-way me in and then extension 201 for Ken. Okay. Also, you can email invest at at originclear.com, invest at originclear.com, and it goes directly to both Ken and Devin. So let's talk a little bit about investor water. I think that's really, really exciting. And we're busy building a website and so forth. Remember my video from last week where I basically said, look, we're connecting the investors with the water projects. And by doing so, we're erasing the biggest problem with getting water projects done, which is the money, right? It's the money, stupid. (laughs) Well, it continues to be that even more now. So even though the central government and municipal projects are doing fine and the corporate projects, and uh, they appear to be doing great because um, I was super paranoid about this. Our president and COO, Tom Marchesella went in did a deep dive with the team, and we are continuing to do deals. So, looks like corporations and the government are, shall we say, in business. You know, government employees have not been laid off. In general, large corporations are also leaving people at work. What we have is, um, on the one hand, a big water business. Those of you who have heard me talk about how bad big water is, in a sense of, of solving the world's water problems will laugh because here I am saying, oh, well, good big water is great. But it is good on our Texas operation because it allows me to focus on the new stuff because the existing business is pretty stable. It's what I call a base load, right? It's gonna to continue to keep Texas in business and it's gonna be a manufacturing resource for investor water. Okay, now let's talk about this new thing. What's gonna be a problem with capital is not the big central government things. In fact, I believe they'll get a huge amount of funding from the, what is it, $4 trillion infrastructure bill that President Trump is pushing for what he calls phase four of COVID. Don't give me a quiz about phases one, two or three, but phase four for him is pretty soon. And as, as always, these trillions, who, are the, who will they go to? They'll go to the big guys, come on. We know who's wired in Washington and a lot of money is being spent to make sure that the outcome favors the people who pay the millions of dollars to the K Street lobbyists. It is what it is. But what about the decentralized projects? What about my friends, Steve and Claudia, who have a, a mobile home park, an MHP, a trailer park in Alabama? And they, the state EPA won't let them out, you know, or say, well, you can't sell your property without solving this problem. They, they would cost them $500 to connect to city sewage. The city won't allow it. Can you freaking believe it? So they have to do it themselves, but they don't have the money. And so then it got into this whole, we are like, we okay, well, here's how much it's gonna cost $75,000 and here's a solution. It's, it's approved by the city PA and it's all, the permits are good and let's go. And it doesn't involve a lot of uh, digging and pipeline construction and so forth. Well, they didn't have the money. So then they go, well, can you help us refi the whole trailer park? I'm like, oh God, no. That's when we realized that we really had to do something. and we were able to come back to them. And before I get to the solution, let me say that this problem is across the boards. A brewery, people are drinking plenty of beer. There's not a problem in this economy with people drinking beer. But as a brewery expands, the city is telling it, sorry, you can't. And um, in fact, there's there's a lot of case studies about it, about breweries expanding. Uh, there's one in San Francisco, I'm just looking it up right now. It's a fantastic company. That's um, another company in our space called Cambrian they are helping breweries expand themselves to their own wastewater treatment. The thing about breweries is it's not that hard to clean the water, it's just a lot of water, right? Which tends to overwhelm cities. And it's also nutrient rich, which is also a challenge in terms of capacity. The whole problem that these end users have, uh, that they're now being thrown on their, their own resources, but you know, animal farms have to clean their own manure, lagoons, and so forth. Well, where's the capital? And that is a problem, right? These people do not see the capital and that's gonna be the crunch, but they'll still have to do it, right? They'll still be stuck. And that is a bigger problem even than, you know, the coronavirus and the water and this and that. It's about literally, you know, taking care of big water problems that are getting in the way of productivity and even survival. That's when we came up with this idea of getting rid of the capital problem. And what we realized was it, it relies on a technology breakthrough by our own Dan Early, who created modular water systems. So these compact, portable, you know, drive them in, drop them in the ground, plug them in, put them to work. Well, guess what? If it's that portable, then we can just rent them. Keep title to them, because at any time, if the uh, end user does not pay his bills, and it's I'm being equal gender here, his or her bills, we can come in, it's our property, even if they're being foreclosed on or whatever, nah, that's ours, take it away and it's back in the fleet. It's like owning a, a Hertz rent a car fleet. So now an investor knows that if they help build this thing and they're not expensive, as I was saying, 75,000 the typical price for that level and there's other ones, but the general range of investor water deals is around, we think around 75, $225,000, which an investor can come in and put money in and have an asset that we control. Number two, because it's a rental, the fees are high enough to pay our management fee plus return to the investor, what we think is 17 to 20% annual return for doing nothing. Why? Because we do everything. We get the projects, we do the technology, we have the local people install it and make it work, and we take care of it all, top to bottom. And we take our management fee, which is a fair amount. We're experimenting with the amount, but we know that even after that fee, that investor gets chunk of money, really good return on the, his or her investment, as I say, 17 to 20 percent passively, no work to be done, and we own the asset. So Origin Clear owns the asset, and the investor has a, what's called a UCC-1 form, which is Uniform Commercial Code 1 form, which means they have a call on that asset. They can they can say, okay, I'll take that asset if some if for some reason somebody fails to take care of something so the investor now has the ability to have a piece of equipment very very important now guess what we ramp this up it creates a growing asset base and when we talk about uplisting the company i was just looking at the requirements for going on to the otc qx which you know there's the, the qb is is the level that that we can be on you know merely by paying, I think, I think uh, $10,000, but the QX, which is the highest level of the uh, over-the-counter market, OTC, requires far more than that. In fact, you might as well go on the NASDAQ. It's almost that bad, but they both require tangible assets, right? They require tangible assets. So what we're going to do here is build an asset base that allows us to qualify for these stock exchanges so that's really good when are they going to deregulate h2o this comes from moses that's very interesting the answer is just like these debt jubilees thing it's not going to happen formally it's going to happen de facto meaning that as municipalities are increasingly unable to do the job because infrastructure investment has been missing since 1960 60 years now they're able to do less and less and so private industries had to do more and more and the power is just moving more and more to the edge and they're being allowed to do more and more. For example, higher arsenic requirements come in, like you're only allowed to have X amount of arsenic and those requirements become bigger, meaning that less arsenic is, is allowed. Well, the city is just passing on the requirement to the uh, users that they can't do anything about it. It's like, hey, you you bring the, the arsenic level down or else we'll shut you off. Well, that is allowing the people at the edge to kind of have their own agenda, right? they're stuck with the work, then they have more power. So uh, Moses, to your question, deregulation is on the way, but it's not, yeah, you're being, (laughs) I love your cynicism. Isn't it funny how in Los Angeles, the Department of Water and Power uh, controls even, you cannot even dig a well in this county legally. Used to be you couldn't even have a rain barrel. You were not allowed to collect the water in a rain barrel. Now that's slowly changing, DWP has ha- has begun to allow people to collect their own water and rain barrels, but you still can't dig that well. So Moses, you're right to be skeptical, but let's take our wins one at a time. All right, so, so Investor Water, just to wrap this up, it is a genuine breakthrough in the sense that now we have investors on one side, and users are getting what they need and they'll pay a high rental fee, but they have the flexibility and they always have the option to lease it or buy it out, we'll, we'll have that Ready for them. So it's fair. In the middle is it us making sure the technology is good, making sure that things are organized. And as we pull away and start letting other players in, other water companies, et cetera, we're going to do cool things like create syndicates of investors. Just like those old oil and gas limited liability partnerships, LLPs, we're going to syndicate these uh, investors so that maybe a million dollar or a five million dollar project could be done with a group of investors. So all that cool stuff will happen in this marketplace. And that's why I say it's a lot like Airbnb. It's a lot like Alibaba and so forth. Zillow, right? This is going to be the cool thing. And you're going to see the first steps. First steps first. We're doing the proof of concept. This weekend, we're shooting a video with social distancing in Phoenix of one of our machines being put to work at a first specialization. Next briefing will be devoted to that. I won't get into it in this conversation today. But on the 23rd will be another insider briefing and we will go into this super cool first vertical, meaning like a specialist, specialized market that we're going into with an actual machine that we have that we did something great to get it out. I'll t- explain all about it, that is in market being put to work, generating first revenues. We have to create a bank account for Investor Water, the whole thing. So it's very exciting, it's starting. And remember, we really appreciate your coming in because you doing this regulation A offering, going by going to originclear.com, click on a big red banner, jumping in and doing what you can. Remember, you can always come back later, is tremendously appreciated. And there's a a 10% dividend, and then there's the opportunity at some point, if you wish, to convert to free trading stock at a discount. So it's a win-win. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate your being on board. I will end it off now. I love being in these meetings and there's more and more good news despite all the tough times we're going through. Thank you for bearing up and you're going to be able to communicate with me through Devon. invest at originclear.com or call 323-939-6645. Speak to Ken Barringer at extension 201 or Devin extension 116. Thank you all. Be safe, be well and I wish you all the very best. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you next week on Thursday at 5 p.m. Good night. Well, that's it for the podcast. Thank you for joining. I do hope you stay subscribed. If you'd like to interact with me live, then join me each week at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern or the Zoom webinar. Simply sign up at originclear.com slash CEO. And thank you.